Do you know how sometimes you have a friend who texts you and is like, hey, I, I'm just in a pinch. Can you help me out? And you're like, of course, man. Like, can I bring over some Gatorade? I'm sorry you have the flu. Like, can I, you know, bring you any takeout because you're under deadline right now? Or, you know, my uh, plants need watering and I'd love to help you out. And then sometimes it's Mothman at your door and he needs to crash there and then three weeks go by and he hasn't left. Mm-hmm. Yes, that yeah. is something that I've happens to me all with, the yeah, time. Yeah. No, sure. Amanda, that's a wild <laughs> story you just wove. Well, thanks to Paul Metjevic, who made this wonderful one-page RPG. <laughs> ah, dang, Mothman moth won't move out. He said it was just for the weekend. That's what we're going to be playing today. Yay! Yay! Mothman party. Ah, Mothman party. And he had one party, and then he wouldn't leave. Yes. We Every... had the party, and then he's like, oh, I'm just going to sleep it off, and then he never left. Every <laughs> so... day is a party when Mothman is your roommate. <laughs> That's what I want to be very clear. Uh, welcome, Brigham Snow, Lauren Shippen. Welcome to the show. Thank Thanks. you for playing with us. Hello. Thank you for having us. Well, this is the story of how Mothman came to live with all four of you roommates, and hopefully how you helped him to move on with his life. So our idea here is that we have to help Mothman fix his problems because he has many problems and that is why he is crashing uh, with his friends. So we know that Mothman showed up about three weeks ago and we need to know who all of you are and also where you live and what dope things your house has. So why don't we start with Eric, tell us about your character. Sure. So the way that we're supposed to pick this is we have to give ourselves a role and then we have to write down two things that we're good at and then we write down our name and what they could be doing right now if not for Mothman. So uh, my character's name is Octavio Redwine. Uh, I am a 43-year-old Shakespearean actor who is playing the role of an everyman in order for a new play that I'm going to be in. So you three may know me as as (laughs) Drew Everyman because I forgot to come up with a name. But when you, uh, I feel like I'm the newest roommate, and you're like, "So uh, what's your name? What's your deal?" And I'm like, "Uh," and I look over their shoulder, and there's a Mountain Dew bottle, and I'm like, "Mountain Dew? I mean Mountain Drew Everyman." (laughs) He's really into mountains. Uh, so I don't know. We can talk about whether or not you three know if I'm if I'm a 43 year old man or I'm just like your your regular roommate. So my uh, two things that Drew is good at is driving RC cars and uh, Netflix. <laughs> but Octavio Redwine is good at Shakespeare and knowing famous people. Um, and what I could be doing right now is running lines with Anthony Hopkins on Celebrity Skype, which is Skype for celebrities. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, listening to rock on my free Spotify accounts. <laughs> Excellent. So the the mechanic here is that you have two things that you're good at, kind of like proficiencies in D and D. And if you are trying to do something that makes use of your talents, then you get some extra help in rolling for those outcomes. So Eric, I think I'll say that you have to be using Drew's terrible skills. Unless mm. you want to break your cover and yes. come forth as Octavio, and then you can make use of Octavio's uh, 43 years of experience and skills. <laughs> I just went to the Royal Shakespeare Academy, and then I immediately just keep doing Shakespeare. That's all I'm good at. Yeah, I guess my question is, do any of you three, and we can address this, I think, as it's going, do any of you three know that I am Octavio, or am I'm just Drew, your roommate from, I would say, maybe like six months ago i don't know i think i we don't i don't know that you're uh, yeah. Octavio, yeah i don't, but I don't I, think i know i do have a poster of you on my wall as my favorite Shakespeare <laughs> <now>. yeah <laughs> so. okay okay i'll be drew unless i break the, the facade above the bed <laughs> 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 and 
And um, and Eric, what's your role in the group at large? So I think that this is more like I'm Misty. You know when you have a roommate who you just don't know anything about? Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. they're nice, but you're there. The hot one who has a leather jacket. No, no, not even. Just like. He's you... got a glimpse of Amanda's life. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I remember that. Brandon, many. it's that I want to be that one. Oh, right. <laughs> but none of my leather jackets fit me. <laughs> no, I think that he's just like the roommate that you don't know anything about. So I wrote down like mysterious or oddball or weirdo. But then, of course, normal guy. So I guess, like in the fu- in the function, is like the stranger who you get off of Craigslist and is like, he's nice, he's fine, he's clean, but you just like don't know anything about him. If yeah. that fits, yeah, yeah, totally, great. Uh, so, Brandon, speaking of, we know your character's favorite Shakespearean actor. We and do. We all have one, so I'm glad yes. that we know that right up front. Um, so, who are you? Uh, my name is Joel. Hi, Joel. <laughs> uh, my role is dad. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, apparently I love Shakespeare and actors and my two proficiencies, my two things. I'm I'm really good at shooting hoops with the kids. Great. <laughs> Gotta have one. Wait, wait a second. So you're not good at basketball. You're good no. with at playing basketball with people who you're younger with so that everyone has fun. Yeah, I'm really good at explaining the rules of horse to children. <laughs> great, great. And again, you guys selected these for strategy. Yes. So I am so glad to hear 100%. this. What's yep. the second one? Uh, driving responsibly. Mm. Ooh, that's actually that's a good actually one. a good one. I retract it. Good job, <laughs> yes, in my uh, '86 brown station wagon. Nice. Ooh, it's got uh, like pleather interiors. Do we have like the mm. fake wood mm. exterior or just a just a solid brown? Color? It's like a strip of fake wood, mm. right? Yeah, the yeah. belt. Right. Does it have the seat in the trunk that looks out the back that you can sit yeah. in? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. So, so good. So dangerous. Um, so dangerous. Thanks, Dad. So good. <laughs> no, there's no sweet and sour in my car. Wow. What's sweet and sour? Sweet and sour, you wave at the person. If you're sitting backwards, you wave at the driver in the car behind you. And if they wave back, they're sweet. And if they don't, they're sour. And then what are the consequences for being a bad person? You get... Made, yeah, you guys made fun of by kids in the backseat of a car <laughs> that you don't know about because you can't hear what they're yeah. saying. Yeah, very good. I think having kids on a bus make weird faces at me and like make fun of me is still my greatest fear. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. don't look. You just keep your head straight forward yeah. when you see mm-hmm. a bus. Anytime I'm near a group of teens that is laughing, there's still that ingrained fear oh, of yeah. they are laughing at me. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Group I think of I like teens are very scary. My posture, like I want to be cool. Yeah. yeah. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> what is a cool posture, Brigham? <laughs> Sort of like lean back <laughs> while you're listening to Broadway show tunes. Yeah, I don't know. My my mom yep, said my cool. mom said that straight posture is the coolest posture. So that's what I do. And then finally, the thing that I'd be doing if it weren't for Mothman yeah. is I'd be fixing the leaky sink in the guest room. God dang it! Mm. We have two bathrooms. Fuck, Fuck yeah! All right, this is nice. we have a guest four room. People, I, I hope so. yeah, four people in the house. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Excellent. Please, Joel, please fix the sink in my bathroom. Are you... Okay, I'll go do the sink. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm I Drew, your new roommate. Every morning you look at him and like your your head goes a little to the side and you're like, I really know you from somewhere. <laughs> Just got one of those faces. Uh, great, Lauren. Um, I am Quincy. I am the the brawn of the group. I'm a, I'm a large, strong man. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lord, tell us about your character. <laughs> um, and my proficiencies are um, weightlifting, which Great. I think might actually be be useful. Um, I spend a lot of time at the gym. And then also, uh, Quincy loves model trains. So uh, making model trains and model train villages. Um, if Mothman weren't here and I, and I wasn't having to deal with this problem, I would be painstakingly painting a Swiss village for my new train set. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Real like real, highs and lows there. Yeah, yeah real yeah. attention to detail, and yeah. yet also you know lo- loves lifting heavy things. Real, you know. <laughs> Every time an are... Amazon package comes, <laughs> Quincy's right there. <laughs> a real man. Something heavy or a, a little tiny train. <laughs> and have you and Drew bonded about his love of driving RC cars and your model trains? Because I see a real synergy that's possible here. <laughs> I think I think there's some I think there's some dancing dancing around it. You yeah, know? Because yeah. like Drew's pretty quiet and I'm pretty quiet, and so we're trying to like feel each other out a little bit. It, but mm-hmm. I think I think the potential is there for real friendship. What do the conductors? I assume they're called conductors. People yes. who like trains. Mm-hmm. What do they feel about RC cars? Are they like low? Is it like a high low situation? Is okay. train the high? What is an RC car? I don't. What? <laughs> a remote control car. A remote oh, control. Remote car. control. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah yeah. Um, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to yes and and I don't have enough information. It was also like I also had a thought of like stock cars. Like you have to go to one of those places. To drive cars. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Like a hobby shop. Yeah, it's like a hobby shop, but it was like oh. really big and had tracks on it. So it could be like RC is like you could just drive it wherever, but maybe it's like stock cars. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more like hobbyist. Cool. So I don't do it in the house. I, I think the uh the unpredictability of the of the cars freaks freaks me out a little bit. You know, the nice yeah. thing about the trains is you get to program them, they're on yep. a track, you kinda know when going when one is going to arrive. Exactly. Trains always run right. on time. Lauren, did you also when playing with dolls as a kid? Um, just not have any conflict, and they just tried on outfits and were happy together. Oh no, there was a lot of drama. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but wow. like, but full like, um, like Murder. governmental. There was a lot of bureaucracy <laughs> in my in my childhood. Like there were a lot of different. Um, everybody had a different job, and so yeah. there, there was a lot of like political drama. Nice. Yeah. One of your dolls just filibustered for an entire <laughs> evening. Listen, I'm not gonna say that that never happened, <laughs> but you can't prove that it did unless you talk to my sister. <laughs> Extremely good, Regan. Hi. Uh, Who are I, you? I am Mannheim. Uh, Mannheim Steamroller. You can call me Manny. <laughs> can I call you? Can I call you Steamy? Yeah, Steamy as well. Good. Um, I am uh, big into fashion. Okay. And I'm also an astronaut. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> a, a non-practicing astronaut. <laughs> You've been to space. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, I can't tell if Steamy's lying or Brigham's yeah. lying. <laughs> Lauren, we're in space right now. <laughs> uh, I'm the uh, the smooth one of the group. And uh, if uh, Mothman wasn't uh, taking up our living space, uh, I'd be doing really cool space experiments mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on Earth. <laughs> that sounds really real, yeah. <laughs> Manny. Yeah. Cool. Wait, so it is. You have like a centrifuge <laughs> in the living room that just yeah, the biggest telescope, toilet paper rolls, and <laughs> I would be in space right now. But Mothman's really fucking my shit up. <laughs> I love how our astronaut has roommates. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know that's not the thing to focus on, but shit. Oh god damn it. Okay. Do you have like a fashion spacesuit? It's like spaceship but fashion. Yeah, well, okay. you add little elements of flair Love for your it. personality, but I usually wear like something really ostentatious under the spacesuit ah. as sort of like mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. surprise yeah. for later. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, sort of thing. that's your after party look exactly. after the award ceremony. Yeah, and zero the press gravity. Room. Mm-hmm. Sequence. It's pretty great. I do like this. This is like Tan France was an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a... you described my perfect man. Tan France, but make it astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> yep. right. Oh, extremely good. Amazing. Uh, and our next task is to describe the place that you are sharing. So everyone is welcome to throw in ideas here. Like, do you own or rent it? Is it an apartment versus a house? Um, are you all roommates on an ongoing basis? Or are some of you like here visiting others that you might know beforehand? 
Um, and then we can also each choose a useful feature that the house has, or I'm also going to let us do in your car. So if either your house Ooh. or your car has like an interesting feature, some of the examples listed here are like a big wardrobe, a garage workshop, a home theater system, a tool shed, a wine cellar. I don't know why it's useful, but it's cool. Um, a cult junk in the attic, etc. Huh. May, Mothman Ooh. may or may not be ruining this thing, by the way. So let me know if he hasn't discovered it yet, or if Mothman, who is just like a just like an ooze, just taking over all your cool stuff that he isn't paying rent on, um, has gotten to it yet. Mm. So we're we're all. I mean, we're adults, so we presumably all have our own bedrooms in this house yep. or apartment, yes. yep. right? Um, I, I think I, I think Quincy definitely has like a um, a weightlifting machine that also starts the train set, like kind of a Rube Goldberg situation. <laughs> Incredible. So also yeah. great accountability. Can't play with your exactly. trains unless you work out. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I power my trains through my muscles. Um, and I, I think I I lock my door every time I leave my bedroom. So I, I don't think that Mothman has found it yet. Great. Excellent. I do think just we are all in this, in a house. Yeah, I think so This is fantasy and I yeah. want to live in a nice house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Absolutely. So imagine it's Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> it's Rent the Midwest. Any of us might buy a house in our lifetimes. And Eric go. Schneider lives down the street. Anything can happen. Um, One of those like weird influencer McMansions with like no art on the walls. And it's just really <laughs> stark and kind of unsettling. It's like one leather couch yeah. and a huge pool. Yeah, and and almost, we have huge followings. <laughs> all of us are all making vines still. Yeah. So. Also, Vine still exists. This is the fantasy world, so Vine still exists. Great. So we're all in a house. We're all uh, roommates. Each of you has your own room, and mm-hmm. there's some common areas as well. Any other like cool stuff, either in the house or in your cars, that you might want to throw in here? Yeah, I think uh, Joel has like a full tool kit in his trunk. You know, like nice. this, Great. it's like it's mm. like perfectly organized. We have thirty different screwdrivers of varying lengths in standard and metric. And it's every tool wow. you could possibly think of. Uh, I think we have a fireplace. And, Excellent. But up mm. the chimney, mm-hmm. I have stashed a secret space go bag for if I have to leave in an emergency. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, yeah. tell me, tell me what kind of bag that's in, bud. Oh, it's like uh, it has like freeze dried food in it and space passports and just like things. To... <laughs> Yeah. Now, are those? Is that a home invention, or do you buy this from somebody on the internet? You buy it from someone on the internet. Mm. Does yeah. it have a rocket in it too? <laughs> like, it, no, rocket fuel. Rocket fuel. Got yeah. it, got it, got is it, it in like a Louis Vuitton bag or something like that? Of course. Yeah. So yeah. When we like an fire. orange. One, it's yeah. Really yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. When we light a fire in the fireplace and there is rocket fuel above it, <laughs> yeah. we're all fine. Well, nobody lights fires there because right. I say that I have like a breathing condition yes. from the smoke, yes. so mm. no one's supposed to use the fireplace. Okay. Good feature okay. for an astronaut. Yeah, yeah. high stakes. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, I think I have a library. I think that that's the one thing I couldn't that I could feasibly keep. I think it has just like maybe I can roll for it, but just like lots and lots of shit. I think if that's like a, like an eclectic uh, array of things, anywhere from big lots of Shakespeare to the occult. Is this and like monster stuff. if you brought Belle into your room, she'd like lose her shit? Yeah, <laughs> sweet. And then, yeah. and then the baker with his rolls like always come by, and I'm just like, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. So I think that I have, and it can be. I can put it in the main area. I think everyone. I think that's enough. Like every man stuff. I'm just like, hey, howdy, y'all. I have. I love books. Do you like books? Like Christopher Jackson. <laughs> you know that man you know, do you all like the da vinci code i have that but also i just like also have like magic books and like fucking and all of shakespeare i put up as well but i only talk about like percy jackson and the da vinci code. does drew have a cover story as his occupation oh shit um yeah he just works in sales 
<laughs> yep. Just sales. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. Joel looks at the Shakespeare on the shelf and looks back at Drew and looks back <laughs> at the Shakespeare and looks back at Drew. What is it, chum? Would you like to read Percy Jackson with me? Would you like to have a book club in our shared house? And then he picks up the Da Vinci Code and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Ah, Dan Brown, my favorites. <laughs> Aha! You should start with angels and demons. <laughs> the cipher is tricky, but you get it after a little while. <laughs> if that one's too hard, you can try Artemis Fowl. <laughs> Amazing. And I think our last kind of scene setting thing here is where is Mothman crashing? And then we can also decide a like persistent problem that you all are facing that Mothman did not cause. So there are some examples that we can think out of the box, uh, like a rival who's out to get you, an evil neighbor, an important work thing, which is very vague, sounds very much like a up Drew's alley, uh, <laughs> someone's unemployed, a cryptid hunting landlord, etc. Is this a, a shared problem? Shared problem, shared problem for problem? the house. Mm. Mm. Sort of th- that idea of like rival neighbors is is fun. I was thinking about like somebody who really enforces the HOA, like right. a neighbor That's who good. is like, yeah, you like have your grass three is cars too high. in your driveway. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I yeah. Like that That's good. Yeah, like the fence. Like there's some fence dispute. Yeah, I like that. Like you parked on the street instead of your driveway one night, and they Excellent. gave you a, a ticket immediately. Yeah. But it's like a fake ticket. Like right. they printed it out themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like from the, the neighborhood. HOA can't what? give tickets. Right. Yeah, like from the grassy hole neighborhood watch. Grassy hole. That's it. That's the name of my neighborhood, Grassy Hole? Yeah, oh, it's no. bad. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Oh, no. uh, well, that wraps up uh, my uh, party. Okay. <laughs> Listen, at least two of you should be listening to my DMX, so I don't know why you're surprised. <laughs> I'm not going to say who. <laughs> Great. So we're going to open here um, in the evening after work. It is a, a Tuesday evening. Everybody is home. And you are just trying to do your normal evening activities. So what do you guys do like on a, on a work night um, before you go to bed? Uh, I think I make a big scene of doing regular man things. So I walk in, I'm like, ah, what a good day after work at sales. And I go over to the fridge and I pull out like a can of beer. And I'm like, ah, a refreshing brewski. For me to enjoy, to relax after sales. And I crack crack it open and go, (laughs) and I sit down on the couch and I'm like, time for me to watch football. But Mothman is sitting, is laying on the couch. So I can't dramatically like go, ah, like I usually do. And I say, uh, hello, Mothman. Uh, I need to do my relaxing times to chill out after the man kept me down. I wish I could relax. It seems like you are on our couch. I just, I really just want my van back, you know? Like, I I just, it went missing, and then I couldn't find it, and then and then today someone said on the internet that they saw my van at the cryptid museum, so <laughs> I just think that's really unfair. Like, if they asked me, they asked me for some of my, like, relics or my old clothes or, or like, I don't know, a coffee cup that I used once, I would just give it to them, but... They took my van, man. They stole your van and then put it in a museum for others to look at? Yeah, man. Ah, uh, Joel, you're also home from job. <laughs> Eric, can you go ahead and roll a d6 for me, please? <laughs> for, just for what? Just roll. Okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, three. Okay, so the other roommates are mildly suspicious of you at this oh, point. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but I've done such a good job of obscuring it. Joel's been in the recliner in the living room <laughs> this entire time, and yeah. he's just looking at Drew side-eyed like, what 
are you do? Who are you? Yeah. Quincy has been behind the couch. Uh, all oh. of my, all of my, like oh. sitting on the floor. All of my, my paints are like spread out in space, sort of like behind the couch, like in between, like the couch and the the window out to outside. Yes. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to paint a little house, and I've spread out all my paints, but I keep breaking ah, my Quincy. paint. <laughs> what? Have you been there the whole time? Ah, Quincy, yes. you're also home from job. Yes, yes, I am. I am. I am home from my job. You guys come home from your jobs like five out of every seven days. I don't know why this is so incredible to remark on. I just, I'm, I'm alone with a problem here. I'll also, your neighbor stopped by and he said something about the grass. I didn't answer the door because I'm, I'm a Mothman, but he's yelling please, it at the door. Please don't answer the door. Please never no, answer the no, door. No, no, I won't. I won't. Okay. Just everyone's trying to get me. You know, it's just kind of, kind of depressing. So, did I, they? What did they? What did they say about the grass? That it was too high or low. I forgot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that we need to do what we would all call a roommate meeting. Where is good friend Mandheim from Space Job? <laughs> I uh, I walk in from my room, uh, go into the kitchen. I'm wearing a uh, an astronaut uh, helmet. Oh, <laughs> I reach in. Open, open or closed, bud? Uh, <laughs> closed. And okay, I good. grab a uh, tang out of the fridge. Okay. I will say, yeah. and, I, and I've been wanting to say this the entire time. Manheim might as well be a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know that we don't they're know not. Like, we don't the know they're not, but yeah. I'm just like, you're just describing things, and I'll be like, I would go see this show. <laughs> that would be a good they would, they did us need to go sing B- Rocket Man with this on, <laughs> just lip sync it and do a death drop, and I'd be like, fuck yeah, yes, queen. <laughs> um, this is Eric, this is Eric talking. <laughs> I uh, I grab the uh, the tang and I put it underneath the helmet. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. open up the the shield. I just sort of does it have a straw? That. No, that's very. There's like awkward. a hole, so I'm sort of like squeezing. You know when you <laughs> yeah. try and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I do. Maybe it's a 20 ounce plastic bottle. Yeah. Because you don't care about the environment. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe just about space. We can just go to space. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's leave. That's the policy. Throw your shit wherever you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joel is reconsidering all of his life <laughs> with everyone around him. So again, it is your mandate here to try to help Mothman fix his problems in order to get the hell out of your house. Mr. Man, what did your van look Who's like? That? How did you know? <laughs> Mr. Man. That's not your last name? Mr. Man is right there. That is our good roommate, Manheim. I thought your name was Mothman. I think, hold on, I'm going to do this in fi- I am a contemporary. I think that our good friend, Manheim, is right. Let's all go drink some tang together to... to- <laughs> together no. together is like with apostrophes two nights wait hang on no yes <laughs> i mean normally when i fill out government forms i put the as my first name and then mothman is my last name so i get some some like direct mail and stuff that is like mothman comma bell and i'm like that's not who i am gotcha okay oh. do we call you mr mothman just, just Mothman just is Mothman. fine. Mothman. Yeah, you guys have been great. Listen, I, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't want to mention this, but we're almost out of Tang, and I find that beverage really pleasing. So I don't know if someone could like pick it up in the outside world. I, I can't because I'm a Mothman. <laughs> we are almost out of Tang. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Live here. Us in our in our household. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna pay rent? Uh, it's really rude to ask an oppressed cryptid like me. <laughs> but <laughs> how do you know it was your van? It's my van. I have stickers all over it. You know what that, was you know that coexist sticker? I invented that. The first one is on my bumper, man. Is it other cryptids? Oh, I recognize <laughs> that. I recognize that one. That is the sticker that says, honk, if you can see the future. I always thought that those Grateful Dead bears look a lot like my friend Sasquatch, so I just kind of have a bunch of those all over. Okay. Oh, that's nice. What is your license plate? 
I don't have one. I think that was the problem. <laughs> Do you live in your van? Yeah, man. It's a, it's a sleeper. It's a camper. It goes wherever I need to go. Where was the last place that you, you saw your van? Out by the camping grounds. Oh, I, well, I parked in there. It's long-term parking. And then one day I went out and I came back and someone had taken it. And oh. it's now in a museum? Yeah, someone brought it to the museum. And the worst part is it says alleged Mothman van. It's the Mothman van. It's my <laughs> van. Have you called the museum? No, I think that would make bigger problems for me <laughs> if they knew that I was real. Uh, mm, they think mm, it. They don't know it. Mm, but I just, I don't know what to do. I can't leave the house. I don't have a car anymore. I just, I miss my van, man. I have an idea. I am the dad of this group. I'm going to call them and ask for a manager. Cool. <laughs> such a good go. yeah. That's, that's a, great. That's a really proven tactic. All right. So I'm going to call up the cryptid museum, 1-800-Cryptids. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, Everyone listening, call that number right now. <laughs> so here's how we're going to do this. You are going to roll 2d6. It's a little bit different from how the um, the RPG suggests, but for a narrative, this is what we're going to do on the show. Um, roll 2d6. I'm going to give you another d6 that you can roll because you are proficient at being a dad um, and, and doing this here. And then on a higher end of the spectrum, the good thing you want to happen happens. And there's no consequences. On the lower end of the spectrum, the bad thing happens. The good thing's never going to happen again. And uh, we will deal with the fallout then. Oh, cool. life. So the like extra, <laughs> extra dice is almost like an advantage reroll type situation. Yeah. So why don't we roll three die and then you can eliminate the lowest one. Cool. You can use the same numbers. But... Two, four, and one. Mm. Okay. So we'll eliminate the lowest one. Two plus four is a six. So it's a pretty mixed result. So... Uh, why don't you initiate the call to the museum? Okay. Uh, uh, ring, 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 ring. This is great, Foley. Ring, ring. Hello. Uh, hello. Um, this is uh, Mr. Stevens. How'd you get this phone number? I found it in the phone book. Okay. No, I'm just Josh and you were Crypto Museum. It's just a little thing I do at work. So, sir, I don't appreciate your tone. Can I talk to your manager, please? <laughs> uh, I mean, he's out hunting something. He wouldn't tell me exactly what. Uh, so, can you route the phone call, please? It's me or the intern. No, he does not bring a cell phone with him anywhere. That's very odd. Do you have another person Government above tracking, you? man. Government tracking. Is the intern above you? No. Why are you asking so many questions? Hmm. You have my child's van. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry? Like it was left in the parking lot? You illegally towed my teenage son's van. Oh, are you talking about that camper with no license plates? Yes, that is the camper I am referring to. It's my teenage son's van. Well, I mean, if he was driving it around, there's no license plates, then listen, someone's Are you the cops? It. <laughs> yeah, you know how you know what dad's saying? <laughs> can't can't trust the cops, man. Can't trust the cops. So you do thievery as opposed to calling the cops. Listen, we operate in the gray, man. It's that stuff that you think exists, but no one knows. <laughs> oh no, Brigham's dead. <laughs> <laughs> In the gray, man. <laughs> well, here, here. let me tell you, son. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to call the cops on you if you do not let me get my son's van back. If you can show up and prove proof of ownership, then we have to give you back your property because people own things. <laughs> Are you one of those socialists, sir? <laughs> I'm outside the political spectrum, man. You don't even know how I how I do. You're an anarchist! <laughs> and I hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it go? It went really well, y'all. We can go to the uh, Crypto Museum and show proof of ownership, which I assume you have, Mothman, and we'll just get it back. Uh, no. Someone gave me the, the camper when I helped them avoid a house fire, 
And I've just been driving it ever since, you know? Well, I give up. <laughs> is there, like, anything in the glove box? Like, registration, insurance? Uh, no, don't do those things. But there's, there's like, pictures of, of me. There's, like, stuff. There's Do you show up on photographs? And... <laughs> That's a very ignorant question to ask. <laughs> yeah, I do. He's a large Mothman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, wait, they would want Mothman over a van, right? This is a cryptid museum. <laughs> we could just trade Mothman in. Well, it could be uh, a trap no. for oh, y'all. the van. Wait, our problems are solved. We just give Mothman over to the cryptid museum. <laughs> that's not, uh, that's, that's not, that's not what I want to have. Uh, that's what my friends at work call a dick move. <laughs> That's what I have heard them call. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. You're no, right, no you're but we right. use it as, 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 uh, as bait. As bait. As we bait. say we've got Mothman. We just want the van back, and then we double cross the the cryptid museum patriarchy for the uh, mm-hmm. the van. It's very smooth. The, the anarchist. Like yeah. That. Mothman jumps up onto his feet and stares at the ceiling, and his eyes kind of go blank. I haven't described him, by the way. He is extremely ripped and has (laughs) very wide wings that look like a moth but can fold up kind of like an angel or a a chicken wing or something. Quincy's very intimidated by this. He doesn't like that there's someone more ripped in the house than he is. Um, Yeah, well, I can see why you're being so uh, so aggressive toward Mothman. Man, Uh, lifts up his uh, his his visor to get a better look. Mothman stands up. His wings extend completely outward. He's like a 12-foot wingspan, guys. They, like, brush the books on both sides of the room. Um, and then out, uh, sort of, like, you very... You about the wingspan? <laughs> it's better to fly with. Yeah. yeah. Big <laughs> penis. <laughs> Mothman doesn't hear any of you because he is deep in a trance. <laughs> For the best. No, that was Eric. Eric ripped a hole. <laughs> the universe stuck his head in. And Mothman, in a in a voice that sounds like it's coming from far away, says, "They're they're coming from the sky, with their lights, to take, and take, tonight." And then he like collapses back down on the couch, like, "Oh oh, what did I say? Oh, I'm so sorry. It's so embarrassing. It's like when you twitch as you fall asleep, and then someone who's there knows it. Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say?" Uh. <laughs> So who wants to get tacos tonight? <laughs> Wait, you said the, people are coming from the sky. With lights? Aliens? Did I? Yes. 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 You did. Well, that's not good. I Listen, you guys have been really nice, and I don't want to, like, bring alien visitations down upon your household. So can we, like, I don't know, figure out this van thing soon? Like, right now? Wait, you know aliens? I mean, I... I don't not know about them, but I, it's a little bit like, it's kind of like a cryptid pact. Like you don't want to say that someone else exists if they're not going to say that you exist and like out each other to the broader human society. It's a real Bismarckian. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I totally have experience with, with aliens and they're very, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I understand. Oh, so it's not totally. going to be a problem then if they come down? Cause you can just talk to them. What is yeah. happening? <laughs> uh, can I can I look at something in a, in books about this? Like yeah. some, anything that's like monster about aliens? Da Vinci or, Code. Yeah, oh, I can look in the Da Vinci Code. Actually, <laughs> um, so I would like to roll. Uh, am I prepared because I have books? Yeah, let's do I it. have a book on this. All right, do three D six. Okay. Oh no, Brian didn't touch these. These are going to be a bad roll. All right, so I got a five and a six and a one, so I'm going to drop the one, so I got an 11. Great, so what do you want to learn from these books? I think I want to know, 
I, I have two, two questions to to my fellow players. I either want to know about aliens because I think that we know it's aliens, or about like how good Mothman prophecies are. Like, do I want to know mm. about prophecies, or do I want? Are we making the leap that it is aliens, and I'm going to look up shit about aliens? Huh. I think it's a good time for a Mothman surprise, oh, uh, yeah. which is not a Blade oh, special. Oh, so hold on. Do we have a stinger for that? Mothman <laughs> <laughs> <Pop> surprise. <laughs> uh, so basically here, you, you can roll to see if you can get a special insight or message from Mothman. I mean, you can ask me one of these questions and I can just tell you straight up what the answer is. Oh, okay. oh awesome. So do I do use my roll? I can just ask uh, you. Okay. You're going to roll again, so you can roll 2d6. Okay. and Surprise sounds like we baked him into some kind of It really roll. does. Yeah. Oh, I only got a five. Okay, so we didn't get the Mothman Surprise this time, but you can... Why don't you choose one question to ask your books, and I will I will tell you the answer. Okay. Um, you do get the sense that Mothman's not putting on any kind of artifice with the vision. Like, this is something that overcomes him. He says it. And knowing Mothman from lore, he's known for predicting true things and helping people to avert disaster so i'm happy having that as like a baseline level okay, so of we recognition do know that with mothman okay yeah i think it's like does mothman have an association with other cryptids i think because you said that you're friends with bigfoot and they're also aliens so like is there like a cryptid mcu i think is well and like does mothman a CCU? Have, yeah, have ccu yeah enemies like are the aliens friends or foe yes mm. definitely like what is yeah. mothman's association with other cryptids specifically about aliens in this relationship gotcha so i will tell you with an 11 yeah i'll tell you with an 11 that mothman has not met any aliens before but he has heard tell that they are legit and everybody <laughs> is kind of waiting for them to come so that is not like the kind of whole, you know, alien watch, like UFOlogy situation. Uh, they're not completely wrong. And he has not met any of them before, but him and Sasquatch and some of the other uh, cryptids that are in North America do know each other. They have cell phones, they text, they have a Snapchat chain going, mm. and um, they can communicate with each other. Mothman's cell phone, however, was in his van. Oh, no. Uh, ah, so mm. I learned from my cool regular books that... <laughs> That Mothman has many friends of all monstrous occasions, and we could figure out how they all hang out. But it seems like they don't have a, Mothman doesn't have a communication device like we all have when we all text in our roommate group text. Mothman has that with other monsters. Y'all, are we sure that he's not the alien? I'm, I'm, Wait, I'm, you guys are in a group text? Uh, guys, <laughs> you might want to look out the front window. What? Hey, it's Amanda. Sometimes these anecdotes that we do at the beginning of the mid-roll are poetic, but sometimes you are craving chocolate and think you have nothing in your house, and then you realize there are four Thin Mints in the freezer. So this is that feeling you get when you remember that there are Thin Mints in your freezer. Welcome to the mid-roll. If you are in Austin, Texas, or want a great excuse to visit, come see Join the Party live on February 27th, 2020. It's the day before my birthday, and I'll be bringing everything I've got to a one-shot with the Join the Party Season 2 crew. Trust me, this is one you do not want to miss. Get your tickets now at multitude.productions live. And hey, if it's the future and you're listening to this after February 2020, head on over to that link anyway, because Multitude has many, many, many more live shows in the works. I'm also beyond excited to tell you that we at Multitude just announced a new podcast. That's right. Sound the alarms. Next stop, 
is an audio sitcom written by Join the Party's own Eric Silver. Directed and sound designed by Brandon, assistant directed by Julia, and executive produced, whatever that means, by me. And I can say this because I didn't write it. It's really good, guys. It's really good. It was truly a team effort. And the real dang actors that we cast from the film and theater and TV worlds here in New York brought so much life to the scripts. If you like Eric's jokes, vibrant characters, and empathetic world building, you are going to love this show. The trailer is now live at nextstopshow.com and in your podcast apps. Just search for Next Stop. And we'll be posting behind-the-scenes photos and more at Next Stop Show on Twitter and Instagram. Ah, I'm so excited! Next Stop. Ah, I can't wait. Hey, hi, hello to our newest patrons. Emily Slaughter, Kevin, Vilna, Alec, MK, Amils, KB, Ellie, Jen, Stephen, Mazdabine, Megan, Sydney, Aiden, The Warlock, Charles, Airy, Anjua, Hannah, Jessica, Devereaux, Mark, Alexandria, Vienna Star, Other Jessica, Mira, Timmy, Megan, Kim, Brian, Lady Zuzu, and Johan. You've made the excellent decision to join our community of patrons chatting up a storm every dang day in the patron-only Discord, but you also now have access to an entire season's worth of bonus content. There are NPC backstories, bloopers, blog posts, so much wonderful stuff for your enjoyment over at patreon.com slash join the party pod. We are sponsored this week by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy races and thousands of parts to choose from. Now they also have full color minis as well. We love our minis of our Join the Party Season 1 characters, and we know you're going to love yours as well. So visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom mini today, and check back often. New content is added every week. That's HeroForge.com. We're also sponsored by HelloFresh. You can break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 22-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. They'll help you save time and stress over your dinner plans so you can just enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or even in 20 minutes with their quick recipe options. Their pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food waste, also less dishes, which is always great. We recently made ravioli with like ground chicken and veggies, and it's not normally something I'd attempt on my own for like a weeknight dinner, but it was delicious and really left me feeling great. To try them out for yourself, go to HelloFresh.com slash JoinThePARTY10, the number 10, and use code JoinThePARTY10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash JoinThePARTY10 with the code JoinThePARTY10 to get 10 free meals and free shipping. And our thanks to 20 Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York for supporting this and every episode. Their co-owner, Lauren Belanco, is our resident master dungeon master. We bring her your D&D questions just like this one. How do you handle players who like to make multiple skill checks in a row after they fail the first one? Master Dungeon Master says, Get in the habit of always asking your players to first describe what they're doing and how they plan to do it. Then you can choose the appropriate skill for them to roll to accomplish the task and roleplay the outcome. So if a bard, for example, is trying to persuade the guard and that didn't work, the difficulty class would definitely go up if the bard immediately then tried to intimidate the guard. You can also let your player know how difficult the role is going to be and describe the possible outcomes of both a success and a fail. So when the bard rolls low, they have to roleplay what happens next. Whether you're a DM or a player, you'll find what you need at 20-Sided Store. Get 20% off using the discount code JOINTHEPARTY in their Williamsburg, Brooklyn store or online. And now, let's get back to the show. Mothman sort of like peels open the blinds in the front of the living room like behind the couch where uh where the quincy and painting was happening um and you see outside that there are about 25 people with signs <laughs> looking up at the sky saying things like welcome 
Huh. And huh. we can't wait. Mm. Uh, I remember doing this with my good friend, Nicholas Cage. I mean, Nicholas Cages, a man at my job looking at aliens. What? Mothman lays a hand <laughs> on your shoulder and whispers, Nick's a friend of mine, too. <laughs> oh, you know Nicholas Cage is from the job? <laughs> Mothman winks at you. <laughs> I feel like with all this new information that, yeah, yeah, it does seem like our roommate is an alien. Yeah. No, just a regular guy. Mountain Drew alien. <laughs> Mountain Drew Everyman, that's me. I think we should go get Mothman's phone back. Let's all go in Joel's car. All right, but you're sitting in the back seat and I'm putting a blanket down. That's fine. (laughs) Whatever I want. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. It's a mean thing to say to another person. I'm not convinced you're not some gooey alien. Yeah, because I poop myself when I go in the car. Guys. Drew is not an alien, man. Have you never seen an alien before? God. Have you? Uh, yeah. Where? I mean, I've, I've like, they snap me sometimes whenever they're in, in range. The, are, the cryptid group chat I told you about before, yeah. Are th- On the group chat. Are they nice? Um, no one's really sure and we're all too afraid to ask. Okay. So, listen, again, you've been, you're very hospitable. I don't mean to make you commit a crime, but I want not to bring aliens down upon your household, because now that these guys are here, and uh, gestures out the window toward all the picketers, uh, they're going to think that this is like an important and holy site for the rest of time if the aliens end up coming here. So uh, maybe we should try to try to get that done. Everyone in Joel's car. Okay. Shotgun! <laughs> no, you're sitting in the trunk. <laughs> ha Trunk! Best spots! Uh, I grab uh, the go bag from the Smart. fireplace, and I run into my room, and just grab like a, a nice like boa, just mm-hmm. for flair, just in case. Nice. <laughs> I yeah. effortlessly move the huge toolbox in his trunk to uh, to make room for for uh, Drew to sit in the back. Excelsior! Be, be careful with that. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Now, no one has mentioned an attached garage, so I'm thinking the cars are parked outside. How are we going to get Mothman into the car? Um, well, the, oh, it, I put oh. my astronaut helmet on him and put the boa around his. Oh, incredible! Yeah, yeah. hell yeah! Incredible! Yeah. yeah. Uh, roll for it and let's see how that goes. Okay. Would he fit in the so car? So 3d6 here because you are proficient at fashion. Okay. I think I think Mannheim's also prepared. <laughs> mm. Oh, no. Oh, oh, shit. That's a, it's that's a triple crit. It's tough with Earth's gravity. It's yeah. just a little more difficult <laughs> to do okay. my fashion. Because yep. Mannheim's good at fashion, can they roll another d6? We already did our good at fashion D6. Uh, what is your argument that you're prepared for this? Is that Wait, you've been waiting for this uh, this scenario? You've been to make my over? entire life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We can add one more D6 into there. Oh, yay. Uh, <laughs> it's the fourth oh one. It's Another fourth one. one. Amazing. Yep. Oh. All right. So, did you, did you load these dice the wrong way? <laughs> I don't know. Brandon did touch them first. So. Wow. So... Here's how this goes down. Oh, no. So everybody is waiting in the car except for Mannheim and Mothman. Yeah. 
you have Mothman with the helmet, with the boa, mm-hmm. um, but nothing else that you mentioned. So just, <laughs> just his ripped bod yeah. and wings. Yeah. And uh, as you try to kind of sneak out like the kitchen door, like the side door of the house around the driveway, mm-hmm. uh, the picketers spot you immediately and start taking photos. Um, so I will say that you're able to pull away, but there are definitely photos of you and Mothman, definitely photos of what seems to be Mothman wearing uh, an alien helmet, yeah. which does not help with the whole alien situation um and a couple of them jump in their cars to start following you but i looked fantastic in the photos you looked outstanding (laughs) great national awesome national inquirer mothman and boyfriends we're we're in the bigfoot stride oh yeah (laughs) someone photoshops you into abbey road it's a whole thing it's a whole meme already by the time we get into the car incredible i just want to john fine i want to really safely jump the curb to pick them up you're drive away. an extremely safe driver, so give me 3d6, please. A six and a four, so ten. Excellent. So you do. You definitely leave some tire tracks that help give a, uh, a kind of direction of where you were headed, but you're able to pick them up, uh, and you are swiftly making your way toward the Crypto Museum. How do you like our grass now? <laughs> Eric Schneider. <laughs> Eric Schneider. It's Eric Schneider. <laughs> Oh, it's a pretty sick bird on your neighbor. He seemed like a jerk. <laughs> Speaking of which, though, uh, do you do you bite your thumb and knee, sir? Eric, please roll a d six. <laughs> Just what? Just the one. Oh, okay. This is a su- suspicion die. Uh, three again. Okay, so uh, it definitely tickles the back of Joel's mind that you have heard someone with almost the same voice say almost the same thing before. Yeah. I give I give Drew another look. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was definitely in Romeo plus Juliet. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. You know what? Claire Danes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Cool. When I was a younger man, I was definitely the one of the guys in the beginning, in the in Act One, Scene One of Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And I the gas was, station. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I was definitely one of those guys. Excellent. We should just watch that. Can we stop? Truly, <laughs> it's extremely persuasive. Um, great. So on our way to the Krypton Museum, um, are are there any like? Tips, tricks, back roads. Are we just heading straight there? Are you going to call again? What are your thoughts? So Joel is driving. Is right? there an HOV lane? <laughs> uh, <laughs> these are all surface streets because you don't live too far from okay. the museum. Um, and I will say that it's about uh, 8 o'clock and the museum closes at 9. Okay. okay. How long does it take to get there, do you think? Just normally? 15 minutes. Okay. Remember, we live in Columbus, Ohio. Right. Everything is 15 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no traffic ever. No. Um. Let's see. They, you think. say the word traffic and they're like, a big shot from a city, are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. I'm going to try to call this time. Okay. Because I'm going to be like, Joel, give me your phone. I am good at impressions. Okay. I can do Ted from the movie Ted. Can I hear it? Hey, look at me. I'm a fucking uh, Teddy. I'm a fucking teddy bear. Oh my god, that was that's really impressive. That's really impressive. Seth McFarland, he's a really funny guy. He's good at writing and also acting and singing. Well, that doesn't sound right. Well, here's my phone. <laughs> it's, it's from the movie Ted. That was a quote. <laughs> you should lean into that, man. That's pretty good. Ah, they've told me I could do acting. Uh, what? T- oh, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, community theater. Let's but go. I did it at one, home. One more oh, fuck. <laughs> Man, Manheim loves watching Orville, so. <laughs> oh, shit, that's fine. Uh, something has unlocked in Joel's brain, and there's a ticking time bomb of when he is going to identify you. <laughs> His eyes go super wide. I think if you weren't driving, you would say something, but Absolutely. you are driving right yeah, now. Yeah, it's true, but Great. I need to keep my hands at 10 and 2. Yeah, my, so eyes, my eyes don't stray from forward. <laughs> okay, um, so I'm, gonna, I'm also going to call it the Crypt Museum. 
Yes. And what is your tactic here? I think I'm going to lie and say that you've been talking enough. And I think that I have gotten your voice, Mothman's voice, enough that I'm going to try to be Mothman. Mm. <laughs> and be like, hey, also, it's, uh, it's my car. So if you could just leave me there. Why would that be helpful? Like, you would be confirming that Mothman. No, but what I'm going to do, Mothman. I'm going to get them to go away. <clears throat> I'm going to say oh, okay. I'm going to I'm doing an impression gotcha. of Mothman and say that like the direct because I heard you were that was on speaker, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to say that that what's his, the the manager is hunting Mothman and they're hanging out and they need everybody to go from the Cryptonomica to the um to, to like the to hunting leave. place. Yeah, 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 like they need to go out into the Ohio woods and just yeah. like get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. And are there any Netflix films that you are drawing inspiration from that can help you out here? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's like, be in preparation, there's a Seth MacFarlane uh, cryptid movie um, called uh, Mothman and Friends. And that I watched that. I watched all of Seth MacFarlane's uh, oeuvre to get, be prepared to be an everyman. What's the Rotten Tomato score on that one? Oh, it's like 23. <laughs> <laughs> Char- inexplicably, Charlize Theron is in it, too. Uh, all right. So let's let's get a roll with 3d6 to okay. see how this call turns out with the museum. Okay. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 5 and a 3 and dropped in the low. So that's an 8. 8 out of Great. 12. Okay. So you get the same person uh, mm. who's... Uh, uh, Hackles are already raised and a little bit suspicious. So uh, you call museum and they say again, hello. Um, Hey, uh, hey, it's it's your good friend Mothman. Uh, You know, everyone knows that's the voice I use. Uh, in the background, me? Mothman goes, that's not what I sound like. <laughs> it's like and it's definitely doing an impression of Mothman. Mothman, do you have a brother? <laughs> Mothman the Moth here. <laughs> what you don't know, Brigham, is that good. my voice is an impression of Eric doing an impression of Kermit. Oh, so you are, you are well, my on point. Spot well. on. You're on point. So... <laughs> Why are there so many <laughs> songs about Mothman? <laughs> Mothman have nothing to hide. The uh, Mothman, the aliens, friendly. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, uh, so my friend, the aliens, they're coming down. So uh, I think you should go hang out with them. We're going to go hang out in the woods. And your manager's also here. He's just coming and hang out. Yay! <laughs> yeah, they're also coming to hang out. And we should all just go hang out in the woods and look at the aliens. It's part of it. Uh, you get a bonus if you find the aliens. Yay! Come hang out. Yeah, it's super fun. Mothman is really cool. I'm your manager. Thanks, manager. Let's all hang out. Where did you get this cool Kool-Aid full of cool alcohol and party and confetti stuff? That was one of the aliens. He has cool (laughs) shit. Uh, who's at this party? Oh, you know, it's... Oh, now I'm actually doing Kermit. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's, uh, it's me and your manager and the aliens and we're all... And also Bigfoot is here? Whoa, and he brought a natty light. Wow! (laughs) I am so torn between thinking this is a normal prank call and then the presence of Natty Light, which I don't think any cryptid would choose or any person would make up. Oh, uh, it obviously is. You obviously don't know that much about Bigfoot. He loves Slim and Natties. Oh my God, Bigfoot! What a cool backflip you just did! Oh wow, he just did a sick backflip. You guys are missing it. Is someone funneling? I'm the funnel master. Go! Oh yeah, they're funnel. They're funneling. Yeah, we I got the funnel over here. Yeah, they're funneling a bunch over there on a tree stump because we're in the woods. <laughs> Children, what's a funnel? <laughs> Manny puts it's on exact- Space Odyssey on Spotify in the background. <laughs> so we're the- all doing power hours. Coming out. So the employee, you hear them go, "Fuck, uh, Janelle, can you close for me? I just, just like, I just close the door. You don't have to lock it. It's fine. Fine." 
Uh, okay, I'll be right there. Thanks for the heads up. No, I take your intern too. I'm not going to invite the intern to party, man. Have you ever heard of work-life boundaries? Oh, yeah. I totally understand. <laughs> All right, bye. And then I hang up. Cool. Uh, so you hear the sound of somebody, like, getting their coat on, like, zipping their bag and stuff as um, as the museum shop employee hangs up. Nice. Okay. So I think, down. I think there's only one employee and she's an intern. Yeah. So we, I think we're set. I think we can uh, dazzle her with, like... More than ten dollars an hour. Okay, so we just give, <laughs> yeah, her, yeah. give her cash yeah. money. Yeah. Would you like twenty dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I can buy you a burrito from Chipotle. Would that be good? <laughs> um, Quincy, is there any like routing knowledge that you are putting to the task here? Like as you're approaching the museum, mm-hmm. I'd love to know if people are still following you. I think we have our driving on lock. Um, mm-hmm. but is there anything that you want to contribute to? This yes, chase. I, I do know the uh, the grid of the town pretty well because I, I do like to know where the actual train tracks are. Yeah, because um, it's you know fun to go look at them sometimes. Um, so I do instruct <laughs> Joel as we as we get closer. As we're about five minutes out, yes. I do know that there is a like service road behind the museum Excellent. that we can kind of sneak up on. And so I kind of I, I lean forward and, and sort of like say to Joel like, okay, yeah. Just ah! <laughs> Why are you so close to just, me? Just take a right up here and then and then take the second left and then another right and we'll be behind the museum. Okay. All right. I, I do that. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to grab my go bag and pull out uh, the makeup that's in there and start <laughs> applying it to everyone's faces to look like different uh, cryptids. Oh, oh yeah. that's yeah. a bold strategy. Yeah. Great. Uh, why don't you both give me 3D6 rolls, please? Sweet. Lauren, you bring in more dice. Oh, yes. Ah. Thank you. Roll better. Let's start with Lauren. I got three and six for nine. Nice. Uh, cool. So you you give correct uh, routing, but there it's going to be like a better lit service road than you thought. It's also very dusty, and there are kind of some discernible tracks that are leading hmm. into your alternate route. So you may have lost your pursuers for now, but they will not be far behind. Okay. How? Where's the like light coming from? Uh, so sort of like. Like, does the museum have outdoor lights or something? Or So the museum, very into darkness. Right. Um, so they do not have a well-lit parking lot, but the the road leading there is well-lit. So okay. as your pursuers catch up on you, probably they're about like six, seven minutes behind, they will be able to see what way you went. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I know, I know a little bit about like electricity, too, because you need to know that for trains. So That is true. Let's wait on that for a moment. Yeah. Megan, how'd you go? Uh, five and a two. Got it. Yeah. So... Um, what is your intention here? What what do you want to achieve with your makeup? Well, we just uh, you know, we we called about a party and so I just want to confuse the person even more. As if you yeah. are like dressing up as cryptids for the party or as if these uh, are real cryptids for the party. Cryptids. Okay. Yeah. Maybe because... they got lost and they're like, "Uh, yeah. oh, which way is the party?" Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what you do achieve is looking like people dressing up as cryptids. Great. So, That's great. okay. That's yeah. Great. That works so too. So, it is a different effect, but it is an effect all the same. Yeah. Great. I I love this chupacabra thing. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely chupacabra. I'm just like a fa- my face. Thank you for painting my face like yeah. the chupacabra. Yeah. Uh, I Drew... think Joel will be an, uh, an alien. Yeah, that sounds right. And mm-hmm. uh, Quincy uh, Pikachu. Perfect. <laughs> the ultimate cryptid. The yeah. famous cryptid. Yeah. 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 Detective or regular? <laughs> regular. Okay. Right, let's not get huh. crazy. Okay. okay. It's disappointing. His tiny detective hat is still in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, and Drew, can you just give me one D6 roll, please, to see if you show your proficiency with stage makeup? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I rolled a five. 
yeah, you have strong opinions about sponging and foundation. <laughs> uh, and everyone is like, ah, oh, chill, chill, man. Chill, man. Okay. That's not how they did it. <laughs> That's not how they did it at Edinburgh. <laughs> what? Where? Uh, you know, <laughs> the Edinburgh Community Center, where I did all of my community theater. I was in Fiddler. On the roof? It was a rap performance. In Scotland? Huh. What? <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you've rolled up to the parking lot. You look like uh, people, hobbyists who have painted their own faces on en route to a cryptid party. Um, and you are here. So it looks like the only person whose car is in the parking lot is the intern Janelle. And anyone want to do anything uh, before you kind of make your plan of attack? You do see in the background, there is like a, a gate that's padlocked. Mm. And behind that, you see kind of a large uh, trailer shaped object with some tarps over it. Mm. Good. I was just going to I'm going to go and try and break the padlock with my hands. Do I? Do, oh, fuck, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Rip it and rip it. Fuck yeah. I... I... I look inside my wallet. Do I just have like inexplicably like hundred dollar bills, like all dads do? Just yeah. put like an obscene amount of cash for an adult human being in this world. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. In like, like twenty twenty. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm gonna put a little bit of the rocket fuel into the gas tank of our car. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Get away, car. Just in case. Uh, let's roll. Science. Let's roll for that alchemical reaction, please. <laughs> yeah. Three, right? Three. Yeah, okay. Because you're an astronaut, no scientist. need to know about fuel. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nearly a one, but instead you got a five and a six. Mm-hmm. Uh, you totally NOS up that vehicle, ma'am. Sweet. <laughs> Does a NOS button like, <laughs> come out of the dash It's now? gripping and ripping and it's ready to go. <laughs> um, I also realize uh, when I see Quincy walk over towards the padlock, I open the trunk and pull out like a hammer. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. There or, we like, go. Or you have like, uh, like bolt cutters <laughs> Yeah, back there? bolt cutters. Yeah. And Great. crowbar. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Would you like that? Like, you just keep taking this shit out. <laughs> like, you need this laser you level, too? The... <laughs> uh, do, do you need a laser level? Is that... I could, I could, I could use okay. the wire cutters or the, the bolt cutters. Okay. okay. Yeah. You can use it later at the party. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> sure I'm a... imagining someone in a rave with a laser level. <laughs> you fucking sick, bro. I don't know what you're saying. This thing has studs. Uh, excellent. Cool. So let's get a roll from Quincy. You are very strong. So let's get three. And then Brandon, if you could give me a roll with three D six, we'll see how helpful your tools are. That is eight. I got eight as well. Excellent. Eight twins. So it's going to take you like three or four minutes to get through this lock, but you're going to get through it. Lovely. Great. Um, in the meantime, is there anything that uh, Drew slash Octavia wants to do? I think um, Mothman is sort of hunkered down in the car, but then as soon as he catches sight of his trailer, uh, he's going to throw off the astronaut helmet. Sorry, bud. Um, he's going to run, vault over that um, kind of like waist high gate, like a car, you know, blocking the driveway mm-hmm. style gate, um, and then run back toward the trailer. Oh, so now he's in there. Oh, it's not like a tall fence? No, it's like, do you know, like a private oh, yeah, driveway yeah, yeah. Okay. or like a, like a stable? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the idea of me like really struggling with this lock at a fence that comes up to like... <laughs> well, you do we have to drive to... the van out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. It doesn't that's need true. to break, but you can just walk in. <laughs> um, damn, I think... I don't know if I can do any of these things, but I want to like get Mothman to chill out a little bit. Because I w- can I do something before Mothman runs away? 
yeah, you can um you can roll and see where you catch him in his um in his escape. What do you want to say to him? I think now that I am look like the chupacabra and I know everyone's friends, I'm like, Mothman, look at this friendly face. There's no reason to get worried. Everything's going to work out. Any kind of like pop culture parallels you're trying to draw here with your Netflix proficiency? Um, I think at this point. Or are you going to make a switch? Going to unmask yourself? I think I need to unmask myself. I think mm. it's getting to the point where it's happening. And remind me of Octavio's proficiencies again. Octavio's proficiencies is knowing famous people and um, uh, Shakespeare. S- super helpful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I think that he does the thing. Like, you know, in The Good Place, when Jamil Al-Jamil's uh, character, like, she, all she does is, like, name drop people and, like, yeah. all the ridiculous situations that we, is in. I, that was what I what happened with the Nick Cage thing. So I think that he's just like, I remember the time that my good friend... <laughs> I remember the time that my good friend Marty Scorsese was worried about his friends leaving him around, but we hung out and everything was fine, ultimately. And that's when he won his 20th Oscar in the future for Irishman 5. (laughs) More Irishman. (laughs) You know Martin Scorsese? I do, because I'm sorry, Joel. I've seen my poster on your wall, and I think this was an inopportune time, but I am, in fact, your idol and hero, Octavio Redwine, Shakespearean actor, and mild movie star. I was in that BBC show you like as well. (laughs) Oh. My. God. I pass out. (laughs) Great. I was going to ask you to roll for how you reacted, but you just took care of that for me, which I appreciate. Um, There's nothing Brandon likes more than nerfing his own character. (laughs) So Mothman is actually very touched by this. Um, so let's do um, let's do three d six and see how this affects Mothman. Oh shit! Just a six. <laughs> okay, great. Um, if you're actually new, Marty Man, you know that he would never make a sequel to something like that. It was his it was his masterpiece. It was self contained, and there's no way he would have follow up IP. Man, like you don't even know him at all. I know, but he invested in SpaceX. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, SpaceX. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Oh, good. I should have <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> I was wondering the silence. There. <laughs> what did I say? Um, so, Manny is uh, recognizing that it's still tense yes. and walks up to Mothman and uh, pulls out of his coat bag uh, some little uh, like rhinestones that you would put on on clothing. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and just just bag. says uh, to Mothman, "You look really nice today, by the way." I don't think anyone said that, but you look really oh, nice. Well, thanks. It's just, it's hard when you start losing motivation and you start crashing on couches, like between places. Like your place is great. Don't get me wrong. But like the mirror only shows kind of like my chest. And like, it's hard to just see the full picture. And thanks. Well, it's it's amazing. I think like, do you mind? And he, I grab the rhinestones and I start to motion for your, your collarbone. Uh, let's do 3D6, please. Cool. <laughs> You're going to be Jewel Mothman. I'm doing a makeover. It's a clone. <laughs> Uh, oh. four, four, eight. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Mothman is fucking into it, and <laughs> nice. not all of them are gonna stick. So it might yeah. not have quite the effect that you it's intended. Fine. We're just trying to make a connection here. You yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. He feels yeah. connected. He's still kind of like looking over his shoulder toward the camper man. Yeah. Um, but he is he is appreciating the 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 person to person connection. Hey, Mothman. You know what? What? You look really fierce. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> is it like do they do motivational speeches in astronaut training because I just need to know a lot more about that program <laughs> uh yes well yeah it kind of makes me reconsider my life plan you know like it's pretty it's like a dream but 
hey it's a reality after all this if you want to like talk about plans for the future like just hit me up you know oh thanks man yeah and then uh (laughs) some lights come on in the museum it's what my commander (laughs) rupaul always says (laughs) we're all born naked and the rest is drag now go to space (laughs) (laughs) and like rue coming into the workroom you see the front door of the museum uh fly open and then there is the intern janelle who looks exceedingly like well put together for someone working on a cryptid museum Hmm. how am i doing on this uh on the lock i think you've just broken through the lock yes Great. So how do you guys I, react? I think we just get him in the... Let's just fucking... Who cares? It? It, it's an intern. Let's just fucking do let's it. We have, it. We have rocket fuel. Like, let's just do it. So uh, as Mothman runs back toward the camper, um, and he can kind of deal with trying to get started up, anyone want to help him with that? I'll go. Yeah. Great. Maybe some engine troubleshooting. Exactly. That would be very yeah. helpful. And is anyone going to talk to you or go after Janelle? She's kind of standing on the stoop, like trying to take in the situation. Like, what, what are you guys doing here? Oh, wait, is, is Joel still passed out on the ground? I'll take, yeah. I'll take okay, Joel. I pick up Joel and throw him over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Don't need to make your roll for it. You know how to do that. <laughs> Brigan, are you going to put rocket fuel yeah, in the that's what I was thinking camper? Too. Yeah. So I'll talk to her if you put oh, rocket nice. fuel in the camper. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so Joel Quincy and Mannheim are heading back. Thank uh, you in for pursuit- using my full first name. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. In pursuit of Mothman. And Octavio, what is your strategy here with Janelle? I think I'm just going to reveal the thing. I'm just going to be like, hello, Ma'am, I am Octavio Redwine, renowned actor. You might have seen me on that BB show, BB on that BBC show that you like a lot. What? Uh, and I passed out again. <laughs> you didn't wake up. He's jostling like, as I'm carrying. Do you do you pass down to like the second level of Inception, and now time is going ten times as long yeah. for you? Oh, beans. Okay, we'll check back on that. I know. I was in the third season of Killing Eve. I was killed by Eve. Do you remember? Uh, I'm here to, to do a role, and I need you to keep this quiet, but I want to be a someone who works at a cryptid museum for a movie I'm doing with Benedict Cumberbatch. He's playing a monster. I know, right? What is it like for your job? Man, there was absolutely no higher role for him than that role with Johnny Lee Miller as Frankenstein as broadcast via NT Live. Oh my God, <laughs> I can't believe it. I, uh... Give me 3D6. Okay. <laughs> oh. Come on. Be amazed at my acting. Uh, oh, six oh. and a five, yeah, an 11. Bang, bang. Nice. It would be my honor to show you every single facet of this very boring job. Would you like to come in? I would love to. Ha ha. That also looks like Benedict. And it's just like a shrink. It's like a shrunken head. And I'm just pointing out things that look like Benedict Cumberbatch. Does, does he really go by Benedict? And then we're going to just fade out as you guys go inside. <laughs> uh, great. So let's go to the backyard. Uh, Mothman is trying to start up the camper, but it is not starting. So let's see what kind of help we can lend him. Okay, yeah. Uh, is Joel still passed out? Um, can I make a roll to see if I wake up? Yes. What should I do, one or two? Uh, you can do two dice, please. Now that I'm outside of your rage. Eight? You do wake up. You're a little bit uh, kind of clumsy as you're coming out of sleep yeah. um, or passed outness. Yeah. Uh, but yes, you are getting there. The okay. kick happens. You see <laughs> you see your top is spinning and you know. Well, so... Tom Hardy almost kisses you. <laughs> <laughs> As um, every dad has a uh, really um, unrevealed but um, 
weird and out of character backstory. I know how to hotwire cars from my teenage days. <laughs> Extraordinary. Nice. Amazing. Um, so you get 3D6 to start up the van, and I'll also ask the same from Quincy. Yeah, I'm going to look under the hood. Engine knowledge. Oh, I'm sorry. And you look great while doing it, Quince. So ripped. Arms are really working. <laughs> Pika pee. Uh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eight. I got a seven. Okay, great. So it's going to take you a few minutes, but you are going to get the car going. You're able to hotwire it, but let's try to make sure with Quincy's skills that it doesn't like cut out or have this problem again when Mothman gets where he's going. Would it also be, I don't know anything about, Lauren doesn't know anything about cars. Would it help if, if while Joel was hotwiring it, I went behind and pushed it to like give it a little bit of that like It sure motion? would. 3D6, okay. please. That is A7 also. <laughs> Great. So it is helpful, but there are some kind of fits and starts. Um, so Mothman is inside. Mothman is very anxiously going through all of his possessions. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I hope I didn't get rid of that phone book from 1972, which is that had encoded <laughs> messages in it that I, I traded with Bigfoot before cell phones. It was just much harder. All my Digimon cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. All my pogs are gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, we probably rocket fuel, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. put the yeah, rocket yeah, fuel. Yeah, absolutely. In. But if we put it in, it'll just launch, though, right? That's how <laughs> that works. Sky. <laughs> I assumed that it was like now it has nos, like you're in a you're in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, you know, like the camper they had in Fast and Furious. Yeah. Oh my god, my favorite. The one that they take to space in Fast X. Yeah. Oh, it's just gonna say Fast X. Mind meld. It happened. Um. So I want to put that in. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So you're able to put it in. Um, Janelle is thoroughly distracted. What else are you telling her about or asking her? Um, I think it's just a lot of, it's honestly just like a lot of me pointing to different things and be like, Benedict looks like this. Benedict looks like this. And it's just like, one is just the little, like little green men statues. Yeah. Another one is the chupacabra. <laughs> Another are just like some skeletons that like, or, you know, like those fake skeletons where they definitely just graft a bunch of shit together. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a skeleton with like two heads. I'm like, that definitely looks like Benedict. <laughs> Janelle is taking notes furiously and yeah. asks you to sign a napkin. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Great. <laughs> to my biggest fan, Janelle, reach for the stars. Haha. <laughs> Octavio Redwine. And how do you stylize? Haha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with exclamation points after both ha and ha. Ooh. Oh, different words. Oh, different words. Yeah. Both capitalized. Ha, ha. Yes. Oh, Bold. Wow. The Bold. worst. <laughs> Great. So uh, with that, you are able to hotwire Mothman's car. With Quincy's help, it is rolling. So it has a rolling start. And then with Manny's rocket fuel, <laughs> uh, he's able to floor it extremely fast. The gate is open. Great. Um, there are the kind of pursuers of the alien watchers that you kind of hear coming down the oh, road. but. Right. They are not. Um, they are not here yet. So he does have a clean breakaway. Anything you want to say to Mothman before he goes? You still owe us rent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mail it to you, man. <laughs> Wait, the aliens are still coming though, right? Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Mothman. Wait, can you on your communication device, maybe? Can you, oh. can you text them? Oh yeah, no. I'll. What's your neighbor's house number? I'll tell them it was that one instead. <laughs> oh, perfect. Text them to land at Eric Schneider's house. <laughs> You and, got it. And Mothman pauses for a moment because he does not text and drive. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you see him take a, a cheeky little selfie and then write in the Snapchat text over it. Uh, you're one off. It's next door. The neighbor with the weird grass. <gasps> yeah. Amazing. And the two, the two, uh, the two Boston Terriers. <laughs> Insert Eric Schneider's real address. <laughs> <laughs> 
Octavio, you come out of the museum and you see uh, Mothman finishing his snap and getting back behind the wheel to peel out. Um, I think that I put my arms around all three of my roommates and I say, ah, what a good day in the life of an everyman. Now, let's go get those brewskis. I faint. (laughs) (laughs) Great. The employee you spoke to earlier comes running out of the woods like, they were out of natties, man. And um, then you see Mothman peel off into the dusk. Uh, with the camper trailing like dust and then the tarp flies off. The alien mob comes into the parking lot not knowing that their quarry has just left. And um, later on that evening, I don't know if you guys decide to spend it at a bar or something because there is a lot going on next door. <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> as Earth gets its first alien visitation, <laughs> witnessed by none other uh, than one Eric Schneider, HOA enthusiast, <laughs> and his two misbehaving dogs, Henry and Herman. Yay. Yay! Mothman. Mothman. <laughs> We're all Mothman now. Yes. Can we do? Can we do like an American graffiti style, like ending credits, where it all says where we are now? Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, Octavio Redwine starred in the new Seth MacFarlane feature, um, Everyman and Farts. It did poorly at the box office, but we got a cult following on on Netflix. He died two months later. <laughs> Dark. Dark. <laughs> Uh, Joel fixed the leaky sink. <laughs> Excellent. Died two months later. <laughs> Coincidentally, died two months later. Inspired by his visit to the cryptid museum, Quincy opened his own train museum. Oh, lovely. Died two months later. <laughs> two months later after being run over by a tiny but very strong train. <laughs> uh, Mannheim opened a uh, Etsy shop of home-crafted looks on the moon. Or did he? <laughs> did you die two months later or did you disappear two months later? Disappeared. Wait. <laughs> Didn't think that as a GM, all my players would nerf themselves at the end of the game. But, uh... I like it. In all, of our obituary, in all of our obituaries, we're all survived by Manheim. That's it. <laughs> Great. And, uh, and Mothman uh, remembers you all fondly and uh, drives by the house every now and again to make sure the, uh, the grass is any length but regulation. All right. Yay. 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 Yay.